Welcome back to the Work-Wife Balance Podcast. It's been a couple weeks since we've talked to you guys. Again, this is Holly joined with Stacy, And we are so happy to be back. We have lots to fill you guys in on. And we're going to talk about relationships, even though Valentine's Day was a couple days away. We really didn't think about our, our couple weeks. <laughs> our planning. <laughs> yeah, but it's still in our minds right yeah. now. Still at the forefront of our minds, but... Before we get into that, we want to give you guys our weekly update, starting with Stacy. Okay. Well, or I guess two it's weeks. A two, yeah, I was gonna say it's a two-week update. Um, I've got a list here. So last week, when the, or I guess two weeks ago, when the episode came out, it was my birthday. So that night we went to dinner. Um, and Holly and the girls made me the cutest little video saying happy birthday to me and I just wasn't expecting it and I'm not like a super emotional person I wouldn't say Mm -hmm. um but every year on my birthday it's always like I always cry like it's always really emotional for me because I feel like I always expect a lot or it's like (laughs) weird because it's like I expect a lot but then like also don't expect anything at the same time because I don't want to leave myself disappointed but, like, every year my birthday, like, blows me out it's of the just water. just high emotions. Yeah, exactly. And so we were in the car heading to dinner, and Holly and Jacqueline were like, okay, watch your video on our way there. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, is it going to make me cry? And they're like, no, 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 no. Like, it's not going to make you cry, knowing that I don't really cry, um, like, in front of my friends. Um, and I'm not kidding. Like, I pressed play on the video, and I was maybe three seconds in, and I was like, nope, sobbing. And I was crying in the car on the way to the restaurant. Um, and we ended up watching it later that night all together when we were in my living room and it was just like so sweet and so precious and cherished that forever. Mm-hmm. So I had a really great birthday, like really, really great birthday. Good. How does it feel the last couple of weeks being 25? Um, it feels the same, honestly. It just kind of feels like 25, like a sexy age to be. Ooh, that's I'm, true. That's you know, true. it's like I'm an adult now. It's kind of hot. I don't know. Even though you might have gotten mistaken for a child earlier. Yeah, we'll get <laughs> to that though. <laughs> um, so it was my birthday and then Chinese New Year was on the Friday. Um, but there was a snowstorm. So we didn't get to celebrate Chinese New Year, so it's being postponed to an unknown time, which is okay. Um, rather be, like, safe than to get stuck. Um, and then, okay, I'll go in order. I have it listed out of order. But on Valentine's weekend, <laughs> and I'm going to be so embarrassed if whoever I'm talking about listens to this because... I'll just be embarrassed, but it's okay. (laughs) Whatever. I think he already knows. He already knows. It's been years of you having a crush on this guy. Yeah. So, anyways, okay, let me just start from the beginning. Um, It was Saturday, and that was the day that we got hit the hardest with snow. And so everything was essentially closed. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, on Saturday, it was the hardest hitting snow day for us. so Jacqueline and I were just like inside. We also, if you hear like a little pitter patter, there's a little dog <laughs> running around. I'm dog watching. We're dog watching right now, and she's trying to be the star of the show. Pretty rude of her. Um, she is. Though. She is. She's so cute. Um, and so, snow day. Jacqueline and I are like, okay, let's just have a day. We go outside. We play in the snow. We walk to the grocery store. Like it was a really really fun day. And then Holly texts me, and she's like, little red hen is open. Like. 
do you want because indoor seating is open again yeah. and so holly's like little red hen oops sorry I hit my mic. <laughs> <laughs> little red hen is open you should come like my boyfriend and i holly's mm-hmm. boyfriend and her are um having food there <laughs> yes okay well those who know me know that little red hen is my favorite dive bar and it's, it's right like, down the street from our house. Right down the street. We live a couple blocks apart, so it's, like, right there. Mm-hmm. So you can walk there in the snow. Yeah. So it's perfect. And so I wasn't, like, super keen on going, honestly. And Jacqueline wow. was, like, she was, like, let's just go. Let's just go have a glass of wine. Yeah, like, what else are you going to do? <laughs> Which Jacqueline and I have done before. We've had a glass of wine at Little Red Hen before. So oh, I've been there by myself. I've been there, like, seven days in a row. Oh, my God. I'm a regular. She's she's a regular. Um. So Jacqueline and I go there at like 5 p.m. We have our glass of wine and the girl, the waitress is like, oh yeah, there's live music at 8 o'clock if you guys want to come back. And at this point, Holly and I were texting and we had planned to come back anyways. Um, And so I was like, yeah, like, can you reserve us a table? Like, I don't know, just to be safe about it. That's the thing. And so then the lady's like, sure, I'll reserve you a table for 8 o'clock. And then we ended up changing it to 7.30. Um finish our glass of wine we go home and then we're like on our way Jacqueline and I are like packing up our stuff like putting getting changed and I'm at the restaurant or the yeah and Holly gets there first she's at our reservation table and she just goes um did you invite I don't have a name for him Cupid because he's your crush he's Cupid so she goes um did you invite Cupid and I was like, first of all, don't even joke about Cupid being there. Like, that's not funny. Like, that, I literally and love him. I don't even know if I've actually formally met him, but I've seen him You've out. Seen him. And yeah. He's been pointed out to me. M- multiple times. When I was drunk before, though, so I wasn't sure. Yeah. And so, yeah, you were like, did you invite Cupid? And I was like, that's fucked up. Don't talk about him. I love him. And then you're like, I think he's here sitting at the table right next to our reserve table. And I was like, okay, send a photo or a video. And so then you sent a video and it was him. Like you But I did it so nonchalantly. I made it look like I was taking a Snapchat. Yeah. So I like started on my boyfriend and then did like a panorama of the room, but really I like stopped at him and zoomed in. (laughs) And so then Jacqueline, I was like, Jacqueline, Cupid is there. This is not a joke. Cupid is there. And so Jacqueline and I were just, like, freaking out because she knows that I have a crush on him. And so then I was like, okay, play it cool. We got to play it cool. <laughs> and so we, were like, literally ran down the street to Little Red Hen. And when we were outside of Little Red Hen, Jacqueline turns around. And she goes, okay, calm down right now. We got to play it cool. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And so then we walk in. I see him looking cute, mm-hmm. as he always is. We sit down. And then I feel like we played it really cool. Because we, like, sat there for a while, and then Jacqueline, like, went to the bathroom, came back, and said hi. Well, I also switched where I was sitting, so that my boyfriend and I were sitting at the booth that Cupid was across, so Cupid could see us. Yeah, so you were facing him, yeah. We were facing Mm -hmm. each other, so that Stacy and him didn't have to face each other, so it was, like, a little less awkward. Because you know I would be weird. She wouldn't stare. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then we, like ended up speaking to each other like towards the end of the night and I was like hammered (laughs) at this point um and then they went home and I was like wow I can't believe I just saw my crush for the second year in a row on Valentine's Day weekend 
I think that's a sign. I don't know. I think that you if, just need hey, to make a move. Hey, but... Cupid, if you're listening. And you know who you are. If, and you know who you are, which I, if you are listening, I know you know who you are. Please ask me out. <laughs> also, Stacy ended up getting pretty drunk. Yeah. And you did talk. And we did speak. Mm-hmm. And for a brief amount of time, we spoke, and then um, he followed me on TikTok. <laughs> okay, it's a big sign. And we did send big each move. other a DM on TikTok. Okay, so our relationship's like really flourishing. I'd say we're getting there. Um, but yeah, so then that was Valentine's Day weekend, and so I was on a high. Um, and then today, I Holly is house sitting. Mm-hmm. Um for a few days and so we're over at this house right now um and we were here and then we hear a knock on the door and holly and i have been listening to a crime podcast so we've been a little bit um spooked and i specifically listened to an episode where a girl was alone house slash dog sitting and she kept getting like calls from a stalker so i'm ultra spooked she's on edge yeah and so we were inside and then we hear a knock on the door and we're like what the fuck who the hell is here who knocks on doors yeah and who yeah and it's this guy and he's like hey um my father-in-law just backed into that white car which is my <laughs> car and so i was like what the fuck <laughs> and so then we went outside and there was like no damage to my car it was just that my license plate was dented and the guy was like I'm sorry like I can fix it for you we can look at the damage and then we kind of figure out what you want to do from there and I was like honestly it's fine you don't even need to roll out my license plate but my crime mind went so many places I thought this guy had seen me the day before alone and was knocking and then Stacy happened to be here then when he's gonna fix her license plate I'm like yeah then when he went to fix her license plate I was like watching to see where he walked to to fix it because I was like oh my god, he's gonna just change license plates, like, I'm on full edge. (laughs) She's on edge. To to a friendly neighbor. (laughs) Yeah, and then, um, anyways, he took the license plate off my car, fixed it, and then put it back on, and there was no damage, so that was that, but he was, like, talking to me kind of weird, and, like, kind of like I was a kid, and so I think he thought I was, like, in high school, because, I mean, also I was wearing, like, a big hoodie, and Uggs. And Uggs. <laughs> and I had my mask on, and I'm five feet tall, so yeah. he's probably like, this is a child. Her parents are probably down the street. I don't know. But, yeah, that was my two-week update. Uh, Holly, pass so it to you. happened. I don't... Oh, okay. I know where my two-week update starts. And honestly, I don't even know if I can tell the story, because <laughs> apparently... Blackout Holly is back. <laughs> I forgot. For the <laughs> first time that. in like seven years. And so basically, Stacy and I went out two weekends ago. Two weekends ago, we saw two of our friends from two our old, old coworkers. Workplace. And, mm-hmm. you know, they like to party, and I like to take shots. Holly likes to party. I like to party, too. But she hasn't... You haven't done that in I a really long time. done it. I haven't drank like that in a very long time, first of all, because of COVID. And then, second of all, I haven't been around, like, people, so I was just excited. And then I also didn't eat, like, at all that day, except for some, like, chips and salsa and chips and guac. So... 
I was completely fine, and then all of a sudden... She just wasn't. I don't remember a single thing. And again, this hasn't happened to me since I was a freshman in college, so like seven years ago. Yeah, I've never seen this, like... My boyfriend had never seen me like this. Do you want... Do you want me to explain what my perspective was? Um, sure. Well, okay, so we went out. We met up with two of our friends. And we were, like, joking around. We are like, we're having a bender this weekend. But it was, like, a joke. It wasn't a joke to me. Holly didn't take it as a joke, clearly. But, so I was being good. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to have one drink per place that we go. Just because I can't really drink that much. Um, so the first place we're at, we have food. Not a lot of food. We have food. I have two margaritas there. Holly has like four. Yeah. But like usually you can drink a lot. So That's I didn't really think about it. Normally I do have a high tolerance. Yeah. So, and so I then, didn't think about it either. <laughs> so then we end up going to the second place, which is like we're sitting outside. Both places we were sitting outside. Um, and we're sitting there and we're drinking hot buttered rum. Like whatever. I was just standing there like freezing. Um, and like. Our friends were just like ordering shots, and then I got in on that ordering just shots, just like rounds well. of shots, and I wasn't taking them. Or if I took them, I took half of it and I put it back on the table. And I guess Holly was taking the second yes. half because like I didn't have... ask her to. Yeah, <laughs> maybe like the first time, maybe the first one, like, but definitely like there were probably like five rounds of shots, honestly. And then and I remember like two of those rounds. Yeah. And then all of a sudden. <laughs> Holly's just blacked, but I didn't realize you were blacked. And I was just acting like a You were just dab. being a dab. Mm-hmm. And then the bartender, the person, he was like busting tables because we're outside. And this, this is the first for me. This has never happened. Um, And the, at this bar, you have to order inside and then you sit outside. And the buster comes by to like pick up um, glasses off the table. And he's like, oh, you guys done with these? And I was like, yeah, we're done. Um, You can take them. And Holly just, <laughs> Holly goes, um, yeah, can I get a shot? And he goes, oh, no, you have to order that inside. And she goes, oh, okay. Um, can I get a shot of tequila? Oh. And the guy looks at her and just goes, mm, yeah, actually, you're cut off. Oh, the shame. And so then at this moment, I had texted your boyfriend, and I was like, you need to come pick us up right now. Yeah. Um, and then soon after that, he came and picked us up, and then we went home, and... Honestly, it was nice for me. Like, I was in bed by 9 o'clock. Yeah. I mean, me too. After some <laughs> throwing up. And yeah. I was so unwell the next day. For, like, like, the next two days. For the next, like, week. I was like, food didn't sit right. And, yeah. So what have you learned? Um, so it was really funny because I think in the last episode, I was we were talking about college. And I was like, know your limits. And then I freaking do this, which, okay, maybe now that I'm a little bit older, don't have my tolerance up, I have new limits, and now I know that. Okay. And... You also didn't eat. I didn't eat. I thought I was, like, 21 and could still drink like that, which... Hell no. I can't. But, you know, it unlocked a different level of friendship for us. I think so. And a different part of relationship for me and my boyfriend, too. Absolutely. Um... Because I hate when people see me like that. I am never the person that needs help. Mom friend. People never even see me throw up. Hardly. Mm-hmm. I know. You were like, like, I threw up so much. And I was like, girl, I throw up every time I drink. Doesn't matter yeah. if it's one glass or ten. I felt very shameful the next couple days, which is like stupid. But I couldn't help it. I just felt Sunday scaries. terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. So that was that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But then, you know, Valentine's Day was the following weekend. And I'm trying to think. I mean, I saw Stacy. My boyfriend and I didn't do much. We were originally supposed to go stay at a hotel just for one night. But because of the snow, we couldn't. So we just watched, like, WandaVision. Did you guys just, like, cancel your reservation then? Yeah. And we got refunded. Oh, nice. So all good. But we're going to save that money and go somewhere else. else. Yeah. Cool. And then, um, oh, currently, I am house slash dog sitting. Mm-hmm. So I have been looking to get a dog for like, I feel like a year. I've been talking about getting a dog for a long time. Yeah. Maybe like nine months or so. Yeah. And I just never could figure out what the right breed was for me because I want to make sure it's a dog that I can take care of well. Like I don't want to get a crazy active dog because I know I'm not crazy active. I don't have a backyard. So I want to get a dog that I know I can take care of and take care of them well. And I've always loved Havanese dogs. Mm-hmm. And the dog I'm watching right now is a Havanese. And She's if you don't so know cute. what that is, it's like a little floofy, yes, chunky dog. Yes. Looks like an Ewok from Star Wars. Really freaking cute. Or Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same vibe. Um, and so I actually put myself on a list today to potentially get a Havanese sometime Happy. within the next like year. Yeah, four to 12 months mm. could be a while, but I'm on the list. It's going to happen at some point, so. Cute! That's can't wait. mostly, yeah. Do you want to tell them the name that you want to name it? No, because I want to see, I mean, I feel like I gave a little bit of a hint. Okay. And I just want to see if people um, might be able to guess I'm going to tell them what I want to name it. Okay. okay. It's not my dog, but, and Holly's not going to name it this. Yeah. Um, but... Once my roommate Jacqueline lets me get a ham get well lets me get a hamster, I'm gonna name my hamster this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to name it Pee Wee. Okay. For no reason. But so that's just a very you thing. I know. Okay, I guess I'll say. So if anybody knows is obsessed with Star Wars like I am, um, <laughs> the chief of the Ewoks name is Chirpa, and so I want to name. My future Havanese Chirpa. That's so cute. Yeah. That is so precious. But anyways, that's our two-week update. Woo! That was a lot was going a lot. on, but mm-hmm. um, figured we'd get straight into talking about relationships. We've been, like, tr- or kind of um, talking about how we'd talk about relationships since episode one, and we just haven't. So now's the time. Um... I think the first thing we want to talk about is, which is something I think everybody's probably experienced if you dated somebody in college mm-hmm. or like when you were young and it's toxic relationships mm-hmm. slash your first love. Um, and so for those who didn't know me in college, I dated somebody for like pretty much all of college and it was definitely my first love. Like I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Um, But it just, and I look back now and I'm like, that was a really toxic relationship. And I think sometimes it's really easy to be like blinded by love, like as cheesy as that sounds, but like for real, I just had like blinders on the entire time. Yeah. Um, and like looking back now, I'm like, what the fuck? And I kind of get like, not upset with myself, but definitely just like, 
question why I did that because I was super dependent on him and I think Mm -hmm. he was really dependent on me too and that's I think that's just kind of what happens it sounds like I hope nobody goes through that but it sounds like a typical college College relationship or high school relationship yeah where it's like I hate seeing friends go through it but you have to learn Mm -hmm. for yourself and it was just one of those things where we were super 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 in love like I definitely don't doubt how much we loved each other and how much we cared for each other but we were just so dependent on each other in our lives. Uh, what was I learned this thing where it's like you can be codependent, self-dependent, or interdependent. Mm-hmm. And I think like what the like perfect relationship is is like when you're able to be interdependent. Mm-hmm. And this one we were so codependent on each other. Like anything I did, if it was, I remember one time um, my roommates and I wanted to go to Chipotle. And I texted my boyfriend at the time and I was like, I'm going to go to Chipotle with the girls. And he was like, oh, I can't come. And I was like, oh, well, I guess you can. Mm. And so then he ended up coming to Chipotle with us, which was like attached to the mall. Mm -hmm. And so then after we had Chipotle, we were like shopping and he was just like so upset that he had to be at the mall shopping. And I was like, well, you asked to come with us, right? Mm-hmm. And so it was like things like that where it was like, oh, you're gonna go do that. Like, can I come? Or like, oh, you're gonna go do that. You, you didn't I can't me? believe you were that girl that had her boyfriend at everything. Dude, no, I had. <laughs> th- you can ask any one of my college friends. This guy was at every. We were always together. Like you could not. You would never think of him as an individual person or think of me as an individual person. It was just us together. Like mm-hmm. anything we did, we were always together. Like, he would drive me to school. He would pick me up from school. We would, like, walk... Like, everything was together. Um, And what I was talking about before where I'm like, yeah, I just get, like, upset with my old self for being so dependent was because... And we kind of talked about this in our last episode, too, where um, every decision I made about my future was based around him. So Mm. I was, like, convinced that we were going to get married after college, which is, like, so crazy to think about now. But I was convinced we were going to get married. And so his plan for graduation was to move to a different state, which he did end up doing. But I was, like, 100% ready to do that. 100% ready. I was, like, the second you graduate, we're hopping on the plane, we're going. And we're going to go chase your dreams. And I'm just going to be on the sidelines there waiting right like that's essentially what it is yeah and I think back now and I'm like what the literal fuck yeah was I thinking because I didn't put my career first I didn't put my friendships first I didn't even I didn't put me first right Mm -hmm. and I think to a certain extent you should be putting yourself first all the time even when you're in a relationship but right because there does come a point where those kind of sacrifices have to be made exactly but but it should be a lot of times where that's your decision yeah Mm mm-hmm like, you should have a say in that, not just, like, so willing to give yourself into it. Um, and so, honestly, like, us breaking up was, like, the, like, biggest blessing in disguise, for sure. Yeah. Like, if we had stayed together, I would have been living in a different state. I probably wouldn't have any friends. I'd probably be super unhappy. I don't know what I would be doing with work. Because, like... Even the major that I was trying to decide at the time in college was, like, based around him. Right. 
And so it's just like so crazy to think that I don't know I just think like if you feel like you're in a situation where you're really codependent on your your partner the mm-hmm. person you're dating like maybe reevaluate but the thing I think that's hard about that is that people who are in relationships like that mm-hmm. don't realize they're in them until they're out of them yeah and so I mean as a friend who's seen this happen <gasps> Lola Okay, sorry guys, had to take a moment. Our guest star needed to um, use the restroom, so had to let her out. But as I was saying, people who are in those codependent relationships don't realize that they are in them. And I feel like all that a friend can do is try to be there for them and loving and come from a place of concern. But also as that friend, you have to know that that person is going to come to the conclusion on their own time. Right. And we're going to talk about that later, too. Yeah. Um, but I totally agree with you. And I kind of think about um, the stance that my friends took. Because in college, I had, like, a really close group of five girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, like, knew him very, very well. Like, they would hang out with him, like, one-on-one, too. And, like, I kind of think back, and I've asked them this, too. I'm like, why didn't you guys ever say anything? Like, you knew that I was in a really like intense close relationship with this person where it just wasn't healthy and like I was super depressed and super anxious in it but I was like it's love like this is what love feels like um and I've I've asked Jesse I've asked Rahel like I've I've asked Jacqueline I'm like why didn't you guys say anything Mm -hmm. and they were just like I don't know like you just seemed happy and it just seemed like what you wanted yeah um and I think that just like comes back to being like being a friend and being like this is this is your thing Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna sit here on the sideline and watch and I'll be here to catch you when you fall right but I'm gonna let you do your thing yeah you can only say so much as a friend and you don't want them to feel like they can't come to you Mm -hmm. obviously this is just talking about like codependent relationships like we're not experts we're not talking about like abusive relationships that's a whole other Mm -hmm. thing where you definitely need to find a way to intervene but absolutely that is when you need to reach out to yeah professionals I agree um what about yours toxic relationships or like first love or a first love yeah I think sometimes they can be interchangeable yeah I feel like it's kind of interesting and this is so my first love okay (laughs) well I struggle because I feel like I am a lover Mm -hmm. and I have like a lot of past loves in my life um but toxic relationships I feel like I haven't had too many but you and I were talking about this earlier about the three loves in your lifetime oh yeah and I feel like I have had those okay so the first one is puppy love and that, I would definitely say, was my high school boyfriend. Um, we dated for, like, two years Okay. in high school, like, age 15 to 17. So that's definitely... Kind of a big deal. It was a huge deal at the time. And, I mean, we'll touch on this later, but I think I was, like... So my relationships, I don't know if I can narrow down a first love just because every love... A relationship has felt so different, mm-hmm. but you and I were kind of talking earlier about this, and that's the three loves in your lifetime. 
And the first one is the puppy love, which I had a boyfriend in high school for two years, age 15 to 17. And it was total puppy love, like first everything. Wow. Like just, it felt like love. It felt like, you know, we talked Mm -hmm. about getting married, Mm -hmm. all those things. But I think it came to a point where it, it was just a high school relationship. It just ended, you know? Yeah. And I definitely feel like looking back, I have struggled with mental health since uh, for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And I think I didn't realize it then. And I notice, like, when I look back, some things that, like, oh, maybe I wasn't the nicest in that relationship. But it was a high school relationship. It's fine. He's happy now, married with children. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think he holds hard feelings against me. Maybe he does, but probably, hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully not. Um, and then the second one was considered the hard love, which I definitely think I had in the sense with um, somebody I dated in college who are going to call Mr. Martin. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I fell so fast for this guy. And the breakup, the relationship itself wasn't hard. It was very easy. Okay. But the breakup was essentially just because we're at different points in our lives. Um, Mm -hmm. He was significantly older. I was graduating. He was still in school getting his PhD. And so we decided to go our separate ways. And that relationship took me at least a year to get over. Like at least Like, it was so hard for me. There was, like, somebody in between, or in between those two. Okay. That was very toxic for me and used me and manipulated me. And I think that it was just a game for him, like, a really long game. And I think he got what he wanted in the end, which... That's disgusting. Yeah. Like, when I say a long game, I mean, like, four years. Years, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we were really good friends and then said we always had feelings for each other and then he treated me terribly. So (laughs) hard to recover from that one. I guess that's the toxic relationship, but it wasn't really a relationship. So wait, so it's puppy love, hard hard love, love, and then the last one, the love you never saw coming, which I think... I mean, I, I don't know, I guess, until the end of my life, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sound morbid, but I think that is the relationship that I'm in now mm-hmm. because I was not looking for a relationship at all and he wasn't either. And then he just kind of appeared out of nowhere and... And it's just been amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's... I'm I'm older now, so it's the most mature relationship mm-hmm. I've been in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, obviously, I wouldn't be with him if I didn't see crazy future. But I'm pretty sure he's that love. Only time will tell. Um, I guess I'll reveal my current boyfriend's nickname for this. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you know me, you know his name. But you know, just in case we get famous. Just he's a private person so doesn't have social media any of that um we're gonna name him ozzy and if you're from (laughs) seattle you know there's a bar called ozzy's in lower queen anne lower queen anne 
saw each other there for the first time. So we're just going to call him Ozzy. That's where you guys met. <laughs> it's literally so cute. I haven't been there in years. Okay. Years. Uh, what? I mean, it's been a year in quarantine, and I don't yeah. think I've been there. Wow. Okay. That's okay. A, that's just a side note for myself. <laughs> but, I mean. Cute. So cute. But we'll talk about him I feel later. like, yeah. And I feel <laughs> like that's really good, though. I think, I think it's really good that we've both experienced, like, very different relationships. Yeah. Right? Where it's, like, my first relationship was, like, extremely toxic and yeah. like just bad and then definitely puppy love definitely yeah. definitely puppy love and then my second most recent relationship was definitely like hard love the hard love like very yes. difficult like we just couldn't make it work yes. like just could not make it work and it feels so heartbreaking because I think yeah. it feels like the hard love is like your one mm-hmm. like that's it and but there it's was, just um when him and I, so this was the second time him and I dated, mm-hmm. and then we broke up. But the first time we broke up, Jacqueline and I were talking about it, and she was like, "I get it. I understand you're sad, like, because it feels like you were almost there, right? Like you almost found the one, mm-hmm. and then it just didn't work out." Yes, and I definitely think that's like kind of what it is, and I definitely have love for this person, and like they'll always have a special place in my heart. But it was just like so difficult. Like, it just didn't need to be, and it just was. So, yeah. definitely, that's, like, my hard love part. Yeah. Lola's trying to bark again. I she know. said, She said, screw your hard love. She, she's like, just love me. It's my time to shine. Yeah. No, but that's true, and, like, I have love for all my past relationships, too, except for, I guess... I mean, we kind of came up with a name for him, but now I just want to call him no name because he doesn't even deserve it. He doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve a name. I don't have love for him. Yeah. Hope he listens and I hope he hears that. Um, But I have love for all the other ones. Like Mm -hmm. my puppy love relationship. He treated me so well. Like it was so fun. It's so cute to look back on. And then Mr. Martin, like so hard. Forever, forever in your heart. He was very mature and he taught me how I should be treated like Mm. as an equal um which was very nice to come after no name mm. and then now I just like feel like I have you've you've a got well-rounded yeah. love totally 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 I'm crossing my fingers yeah. if, since you can't see me yeah that's so sweet but I mean with that being said I spent a lot of my time single a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of my life single even though I had all those relationships I would go and like big chunks of being single for like a year at a time Mm -hmm. at least me too and I feel like there are things you learn when you're single and then there are things that you learn when you're in a relationship Mm -hmm. and I will say I have learned a lot in my current relationship more about myself than I have when I was single I think really okay yes that's cool just because like what like nothing to like Aussie's fault or anything but like yeah I'm realizing that a lot of like he is a lot of what I want in the relationship but like I noticed that there are things in the relationship that might like trigger like Mm. me and I'll react like really intensely Mm -hmm. and I it's made me think and it's made me go to therapy and be like why why do I react so intensely to certain things Mm -hmm. and so I mean from that I've found out that I've had PTSD for most of my life, like since I was five. 
And so, I mean, that's been something I've been living with for 20 years and never worked on. Mm -hmm. And now that I think I learned a lot just like from this relationship, from the way I was reacting, I was like, something is off and I don't know what it is. And I think that's really good though, because it lets you know that he's, there's space in the relationship for you to grow and develop. And I think a lot of the time relationships don't allow for that. So -hmm. then that's like why people break up is because they feel like their, their space is being encroached on. Right. And so I think that it's really good that being in this relationship, you feel comfortable enough and open enough and safe enough to explore what kind of traumas you, you didn't realize you even were suffering from. Or I think I was too proud before to admit that I was. Mm. I'm always like that. I don't want help with anything. Like when I was blacked out, I was like, I don't want help. I don't want help when I'm cleaning. I don't want, I just don't want help with anything. And so this relationship, I've just learned so much. And you're right. He does allow me to grow. Mm -hmm. And like for for him too, like, you know, we try different things. It's like, okay, that communication style isn't working for me. Like we got to change it up. Like it's just a very open, honest, deep, patient, constant check-ins to see Mm -hmm. how we're doing. Um, So yeah, I just feel like, wow, I've learned a lot. And obviously there's some, some things from past relationships that get triggered too and yeah I think you just need to find somebody who's willing to hear you out and be patient with you wow during that would love to experience that one day (laughs) Cupid if you're listening I'm willing to work on myself (laughs) no and, and yeah I mean I think that's the thing too I think in relationships we get so comfortable and we think and people yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. People just get too comfortable well, yeah, and, and don't work on themselves. Yeah, and I was going to say, like, in that sense, too, like, when you get too comfortable, you're like, oh, this issue we're having is going to work itself out. Yeah, no. You know? Yeah. When it's like, no, let's let's take care of it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's interesting. Like, I, you should always be bettering yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even when you're in a relationship. Yeah, they might have fallen in love with you however many the way years you ago. Were. Yeah, but... It's growing, finding somebody to grow together with. Would love to experience Rather than growing day. apart. And that's what I feel like I'm, the kind of relationship I'm in right now is growing together. Wow. We're not growing apart. Wow. Oh my we, God. Holly, you and I are in such different places in life. It's just. But who knows, you know, I mean, to be cynical, that could all come crashing down and then I'm just going to be sitting here crying on a podcast. <laughs> who knows? That's the other thing is that in this relationship, like I. And in life, I realize, like, nothing is guaranteed. So uh-huh. it's, like, just got to take things one day at a time. But, yeah, I mean, now that you're single, mm-hmm. have you learned anything new about yourself? Or have you learned since you just went through a breakup? Were there things that you learned? Um, uh, since we broke up, I recently started going to therapy. And I feel like there were a lot of unresolved issues from my first, from my college boyfriend. Mm-hmm. that I just didn't take care of because like I mentioned before like I was super depressed I was super anxious I just didn't take care of myself in that relationship because I was essentially just serving him right um and it wasn't like he he was telling me to do these things or like commanding this behavior from me it was just like I did it for whatever reason um and I feel like that's not typical behavior for me at all to like be that kind of person or like be that kind of partner um so I've been going to therapy and I've just learned that a lot of the issues that I had 
or a lot of the issues I was insecure about in my college boyfriend relationship for sure carried over into my hard relationship um because like I feel like for sure we both had our issues but there were things that would just like make me insecure for no reason and there could have been like no um no evidence that anything bad was happening Mm -hmm. and then like an overwhelming anxiety would come over me yeah um and I actually have a story from my first relationship that I'm like kind of embarrassed about now and I feel really bad about it but at the time um I don't know like uh, I'll just have to explain it but so when I was in my first relationship with my college boyfriend and I forgot what code name that we were using for him Victor yes (laughs) okay so when I was in my relationship with Victor um there before we so we had like a really weird on and off relationship kind of so we met at the end of freshman year or like maybe beginning spring quarter um so like maybe march Mm -hmm. i think of freshman year so march 2015 um and we like immediately hit it off and like we were just having a good time and then we were like kind of going steady not dating but just whatever hanging out having a thing um and then the school year ended so I moved back home to Shoreline and we like kind of kept up a relationship a little bit just over texting but I remember just being like I'm not ready for a relationship I don't want to be in a relationship so I ghosted him Mm. and so summer after freshman year I didn't talk to him I ghosted him and he was like doing everything right he was like hey do you want to come hang out like do you want to do this like he was like trying to cater to me okay and I was like no right and then I don't know I think just at the time I was like I don't want to be in a relationship like I'm 19 I just want to have fun like you know I'm in college whatever um sophomore year starts and like him and I have this really long conversation while we're drunk and he was basically like why don't you want to date like like I just want to be with you and I was like no right I was like no I don't want to be together I was like maybe I could see us being together in like 10 years and he was like okay well I'll wait and, like, nobody mm. should say that to anybody. No. I don't think in any Especially case Especially at 19. Yeah. And so, like, obviously, like, my head was fucking inflated after hearing that, right? Oh, but I still no. didn't want to be with him. And so then we kind of just, like, went our separate ways. Um, I wasn't seeing anybody. I was just straight up being single and having fun. Um, and I wasn't, like, hooking up with anybody either. I just was having fun with my girl. <laughs> oh, my God. Holly's choking. <coughs> okay. We're back. Um... And so I was just, like, being single. And then I don't know what it was because I didn't think about him and I wasn't, like, I don't know. I just wasn't thinking about him. And then on New Year's 2016, Jacqueline and I drove up to Bellingham and we were, like, we weren't 21. We were 19 years old. So we were, like, house party, right? And it was at his house. So we get there and, like, there's so many people there and we're just having fun. And I wasn't really thinking about him. But then I remember I ended up going up to him at some point in the night and I was like, oh, are you going to be my New Year's kiss? Like being an annoying little bitch that I was. <laughs> and he looks at me and he goes, Stacy, I'm not doing this. Literally stop. And he just walks away. And I was like, oh shit. Like he's mad. Like, mm-hmm. oh shit, what do I do? So I don't really know what happened, but he ended up coming over to my house that night. Okay. And I was like drunk as shit. Like Nicole and I had split a bottle of tequila 
and I had a bottle of champagne to myself and like I don't drink like that yeah and so I was blacked out super sick um we ended up back at my house and at the time Nicole was sleeping at my house so she slept in my bed and then one of my roommates had moved out so her mattress was there and so we like moved the mattress into the laundry room and so then we were just like we fell asleep on the mattress and then in the morning I remember he was just like really upset and he was like okay I'm just gonna like go home and I was like okay bye because I was just like so hungover I might have honestly still been drunk and like yeah was just not I was having a straight up bad time yeah and then like a few days later um I was back in shoreline because winter break hadn't ended yet and I texted him and I was like hey can we talk and he was like, okay. And so then he came over and we talked and we kind of decided that we wanted to like try again. Okay. And so then we started dating at that point. Um, and like, I felt really good about it. Like I really liked him and it was like really immediate. Uh-huh. Um, and then I, I will never ask this question to any guy I'm dating in the future oh, ever again. Oh boy. But I was like, oh, so like how many girls have you slept with? <laughs> never ask that literally never why oh why? i know i i just don't want to know ever again i'm a i want to know everything person but okay go so on, am i start. that's why i asked but i will never ask again because it me finding out ruined our relationship okay and so i asked him i was like oh who what girls have you slept with and he was like i'm not gonna say them but he told me who and then he was like yeah the last one i don't want to tell you about and I said, why? And he's like, I just don't want to tell you. And so then I was like, do I know them? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, am I friends with them? And he was like, yeah. And so my head was just spinning, right? I'm like, who the fuck? Do you think that with? is something that would bother you now? Um, No, just because I feel like the guys I date now are pretty far removed from my friend group. Okay. So I think what bothered me was that it was somebody I knew. Okay. And that I was close to. But do you think that would, if somebody you were dating now had hooked up with somebody that was kind of in the same friend circle, do you think that would bother you now? Like how long ago? Like they hooked up a couple years ago. Oh, no. Okay. No, I don't think so. Interesting. These kinds of things interest me because I don't get super bothered by that stuff. But Okay, Holly, I'm crazy. No. <laughs> We're not crazy. We're working through it. Okay, go on with your story. Um, anyway, so then he told me who it was, and it was, like, one of his best girlfriends who, like, we hung out with, like, every weekend. Mm. And I was like, when? And he was like, literally, like, a month ago. The chill bro girl of his The chill friends. bro girl, who Got I it. knew always had a crush on him, but she never acted on it. He never acted on it. So I wasn't worried. And then he told me that, and literally, my world literally just shattered, like, I don't know what it was. I think it was just straight up that he was friends with her and right. that... They, she was an active person in She was life. an active person in her life. Like, they hung out one-on-one all the time. And so my head w- was like, okay, you can't hang out with her anymore because what if you guys are going to hook up? Interesting. So that's I mean, where yeah. my head went, right? And so then I just felt really dumb because I had seen her, like, a bunch of times. Yeah. And I just had no idea. And yes. I was, like, constantly... Like, I don't know what it was, but, like, our guy friend group, for whatever reason, like, kind of bullied her. Oh. And I don't really know the reasons why, but, like, I was always defending her. 
always defending her. And then I found out they slept together and I was like, what the fuck? I was really Mm. upset. And so then after that, that just like set our relationship off like on a really bad note. And I was just constantly anxious about like every single girl that came into his life. And so I think like, and now I look back and like, I never did anything to the girl ever. Like I never, I just like stopped talking to her. Because I was like, I can't, I, like, for myself, I can't, like, maintain this friendship. And we weren't, like, that close. Oh, gosh. Uh, sorry, Lola started working. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, it, so it just set our relationship off on a really bad start. Because then every girl that came into the picture, I was like, well, maybe he slept with her. And that was just, like, my anxiety talking and me being 19 and being super insecure. Um, mm-hmm. But that's just, like kind of what turned our relationship into a toxic relationship oh oh I was saying that I just like stopped talking to her um we weren't like super good friends but we were like close enough where we would see each other pretty often so I just kind of stopped talking to her and I think she just figured it out that I found out I never said anything to her nothing like I think I ended up unfollowing her at one point but it was like after my boyfriend was like oh you still follow her like, knowing how much it bothered me. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, well, you should probably unfollow her if you don't, like, I don't know. He was like, I don't want that to bother you. And so I was like, okay, I will unfollow her. So then that was that. But, like, she would see me on campus and, like, literally run the other direction. Like, I'm not kidding. And I had never said anything to her. My friends never said anything to her. So I do kind of wonder if it's, like, she carried any sort of guilt yeah. for doing that because anytime she would see me she was like head down runs the other direction and Do like you know i never said anything victor ever said anything to her no okay he never said anything to her i know that he um like they just like kind of stopped being friends after that which was like for sure because i was so insecure about it but like we had other friends that were still friends with her and it didn't bother me um But yeah, I think that's just, like, that, I think that, like, really traumatized me. Yeah. And so that kind of bled into my next relationship in, like, kind of. I didn't really get upset about girls, um, but, like, I would get really insecure and, like, not know where it was coming from. Interesting. And be like, okay, well, why am I upset? There's no reason for me to be upset. And then him and I, my second boyfriend, him and I would talk about it, and he'd be like, okay, well, why are you upset? Let's talk about it. Like, I'm here to listen, and I'll fix whatever you need me to fix. And I would literally be like, I don't know. Like, I don't know why I'm upset about this random thing. Yeah, sometimes it takes a lot of work to understand why Mm -hmm. you could be upset. And then now, because I've been going to therapy for a few weeks now, my therapist and I have kind of talked about how my... I have a need to feel important in my relationships and so by Victor sleeping with that girl a month before we started dating it made me feel not important Mm -hmm. and so then when other random things would come whatever it may be like it could be like work or like a co-worker like a co-worker hangout or something like that it would make me feel insecure because I didn't feel important Hmm. um which is like not a feeling that I like at all and like definitely to me I'm like that's super rational (laughs) um so we're working on but it. But you're recognizing but that I'm, now. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, and it's definitely something for me to look out for. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think those are like kind of some of the things that have manifested themselves in my new relationships. And it's not good. 
But I'm yeah. hoping that where I guess I'm just like I'm just learning. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely things that have, you know, come into my current relationship from past relationships, but mm-hmm. I think more of my issues are <laughs> issues. I feel like I shouldn't call them that. Yeah. Um, but your things, your qualms. Yeah, are like from like life traumas mm-hmm. that I never dealt with for 20 years. Mm-hmm. But there are some like little things that have come in. Like, I'm always scared that. <laughs> So my Ozzy is two years younger than me. And my last boyfriend, Mr. Martin, was <laughs> six and a half years older than me. Mm. And I think Mr. Martin was always scared that I was going to resent him mm. if I, like... Like he would steal your young... My life. My, yeah. like, youth. Yeah. Yeah. And then so I have this fear. I'm always like, oh. Ozzy, you're going to resent me. And blah, blah, blah. Even though we're only two years apart, it isn't yeah. even that big of a difference. But that is like one. It's like kind of fun, like it comes up and it's kind of funny sometimes, but also not because I'm like, are you, I'm like, are you going to resent me if, you know, if mm-hmm. I want to get married sooner or something like that? Yeah. Do you want to get married soon? Mm, I don't even know. If I'm I not get, ready. I'm not ready, Holly. I don't even know if I want to get married. Oh. Well, like, probably, but it, it's not a big deal to me. Okay. Interesting. Um, okay. Hmm. But, I don't know. I feel like I could dive so deep into that, because now that I'm thinking about it, there are, like, little things, more so in the beginning of the relationship, that, like... Yeah. Like, I remember one time I knew that No Name was basically cheating, and I could see his phone and see that he was texting somebody Ugh. else, but I ignored it. Uh-huh. I ignored it. Mm-hmm. And I knew my friends had seen it too. Wait, wait, wait. So, okay. <laughs> Have you ever gone through a boyfriend's phone? No, never. I refuse. You're a good person. <laughs> I don't... I think anything that's supposed to come to, my, come to light will. Mm. So I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Okay. I'm not going to torture myself like Are you? Are and you, you will find something that will upset you. If yeah, you, you will. Um, I looked through my college boyfriend's phone once, possibly twice, and I will literally never do it again. I have never. I will never do it again. If it lights up, I'll, I'll sometimes. I'm a phone. I literally look away. <laughs> I look away. See, I'm a phone looker if the phone is open okay. and it's facing me. But I do that to my friends, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It isn't like a what's going on it's just like my my eyes drift there i will okay wait <laughs> this is the one time i looked through victor's phone uh-huh. in the big i think i've looked through it twice okay maybe just once i'm not sure but the first time one of the times i looked through his phone i freaked the fuck out because i found a picture a bikini photo oh, no. of that girl he slept with oh no imagine you can imagine <laughs> the argument we had you can just i'm not gonna say anything but i'm sure you can imagine it i can imagine knowing how crazy i am and like how i was feeling about her and the situation yeah Oof. so that that is why i will never do it again absolutely never yeah i also always like to play devil's advocate with like myself and try to think you, of the other point you, of view yeah you really do i'm like you straight to jail <laughs> I'm like, you did something wrong, straight to jail. Worst case scenario, here we go. No, but literally, so from that, from knowing when I was like, because that's another thing I I don't do in relationships. I don't speak up for myself enough sometimes. 
And so I was upset that in with no name, I was I wasn't like, why are you doing that right in front of me? And so then, <laughs> literally, see, I'm gonna sound crazy too. The first time, aren't we all that? Ozzy and I, or Ozzy stayed at my place. <laughs> the next morning, he was texting somebody, like fully, like invested in his phone. Mind you, we are not dating, like even at all. We had been talking for like a month and a half. <laughs> He's texting like so fast on his phone, like, and it's kind of tilted away from me. And that <laughs> not is, the tilt. That is not what the set tilt. me off. <laughs> and he went to the bathroom and, or maybe I went to the bathroom and came back. One of us went to the bathroom and came back and I was like, I had like tears in my eyes. Oh my God. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I just like want you to know. And I was so proud of myself for saying it. I was like that for some reason, like, or I knew the reason. I knew exactly why it upset me. Actually. I was like, like from so early on, I was like, you like just being so invested in your phone and not paying attention to me and like tilting it away from me. That just like really, really set me off. Yeah. 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 And I was like, I know you're not doing anything wrong and I know we're not even dating, but like, I just want you to know that that upset me. He was like, okay. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I'm like, same. <laughs> Again, I'm an overshare with everyone in my life. Like he probably didn't need to know that at that point, but Hey, I'm, I'm proud of you for vocalizing how you feel. Cause I know that's really hard. I have a hard time doing it. So. It is really hard. Yeah. But, <laughs> but that was like funny. That was just a funny thing that I just thought of that I did literally the first time he ever like within the first three days we ever hung out. Mm. First two, maybe the first day. I love it. I love to see it, honestly. Um, but okay. Uh, are we ready to move on to our second topic? Or I guess our next topic? 500th topic? Yeah. Yes. Um, so right here, I kind of have a thing. I want to hear your opinion on it. I know we have different opinions. Okay. Um, I may need to pour myself some more wine. Okay, how about we do that? Okay, we'll take a quick break, pour ourselves another glass of wine. <sighs> ASMR. Okay, we're back. Okay, hold on. Okay. We've poured ourselves our glass of wine now, and we're ready to talk about something. I know that we have differing opinions on them, mm-hmm. um, but Holly, what are your thoughts on second chances? I'm already shaking my head because <laughs> I knew this would come up, um, and I know what Stacey's views are, but <laughs> I am like a, if you do me wrong once, or if you decide to leave me, or if we break up, that's it, like... Wiping my hands clean, that was your chance. How how do you make it easy for yourself to walk away? Well, <laughs> this is just what I do, but I know that I'm the kind of person, if I didn't do this, I would consistently reach out. So I mm. delete the number, but I don't actually fully delete it. I send it to a friend. Yeah. And say, if I, I was like, you know me. If I really need this number, give it to me. If I ask for it and I don't really need it, don't give it to me. Okay. You're like, if it's a Saturday night at 11.45 p.m., don't give it to me. Right. Right. So if I, I delete the number, I either unfollow, like I have no problem unfollowing people, mm-hmm. blocking people. And it's not, not typically something out of spite. It's literally for my own mental health because... I have a hard time letting people go in general. 
that I yeah. know I need it to be cold turkey cut off in order for me to move on and be okay. Damn. So that's why I can't do second chances. I think that also stems from a relationship with my biological dad. Mm-hmm. I gave him so many chances, and every time and still, he broke my heart. Yeah. And still I consider yeah. giving more chances. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, I'm not doing it. I'm not playing that game with my mind. Yeah. And Good for you. I do it for myself. Good for you. But well, what, are, what are your thoughts? <laughs> um, I think everyone who knows me knows that I love chances. Uh-huh. Like, I give them out like no other. Um, and I don't think it's necessarily like, oh, she has like low self-esteem or like low self-worth. Like, I don't think that's what it is. Um, like, with my college boyfriend, I gave him like two more chances. Mm-hmm. afterwards and then what officially made us end was when he moved states otherwise i would have kept kept uh leaving space for him to be in my life mm-hmm. and my current ex-boyfriend i guess so the most recent ex-boyfriend i mean we dated twice yeah so like obviously i'm very open to second chances and i think the rules that I leave or like the space I give myself for second chances is that it's um on my terms okay so if I'm deciding to do it I have to make sure that I'm letting this person in because it's out of love and not out of like jealousy or spite or like any sort of like manipulation tactic because I feel like when it gets to there it's like okay well what are you actually like um trying to fight for like trying to work for but yeah I love second chances I'm all about them and uh I heard this like quote the other day that's like I think good for breakups okay (laughs) if anybody's going through a breakup um and it was like at the end of the day either you're going to get back together with your ex or you're gonna move on and be happy right And so in both scenarios, it's a positive outcome, right? Because, like, if you want to get back together with your ex and you end up doing it, great. But if you end up getting together with somebody else, great. Yeah. So it's, like, if you need a way to look at your breakup in a positive way, that's it. Yeah. Right? Like, it'll, life will work itself out. Like, I'm 100% certain about that. No matter what, you're going to learn something. Exactly. Like, either way, it'll be a learning experience and... Um, I was talking to my therapist about this the other day, too, because she was like, well, she's like, you have a habit of um, repeated behavior where you let people back into your life, even maybe if they don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, have you ever like she's like, do you look back on your relationship with Victor and regret any of it? And I don't right. like I don't think I have very many regrets at all. Like I probably can't think of one that I have. Um, except for, like, maybe me being drunk and doing something embarrassing. But, like, when it comes to, like, relationships and trying again with someone, I have no regrets. Mm -hmm. So, like, even though when Victor and I got back together, kind of, the second time, and he still treated me like shit, Mm -hmm. I still don't regret it. Because I learned so much about myself. So that's why I'm, like, me giving somebody a second chance or a third chance or a fourth chance is a learning experience for me, and I know I'll be fine. And I feel like this is going to, and I don't think either of us are wrong in what we choose to do. Right. I feel like this is going to become my slogan, but just know your limits. Mm -hmm. Like if you're somebody who can give second, third, fourth chances (laughs) and you're going to be okay. Know that. Know that. Mm -hmm. If you're somebody who can't do that for your own 
mental health. Yeah. You need to know that too. And walk away. And walk away. For sure. For sure. Know your limits. Love it. Um, Okay. Uh, The next segment we have, Holly, I kind of want you to talk about how you are a hopeless romantic. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's because I grew up in the the 2000s, early 2000s, and those rom-coms infiltrated my brain or what, but I'm total, total hopeless fairy tale romantic. Okay. And the funny thing about that is besides my high school boyfriend, everyone else I've dated has been an extreme realist. And so I feel like... Wait, can you define what that means? So they're just like very... I think they're all also type A's. (laughs) Yeah. But they're very realistic in the terms of like thinking of what love actually is and Mm. what it actually means. Like, you know, it's not the fairy tale like love conquers all. So like is love to them like you folded the bed? today or is it like it's like a you're able to resuscitate me if I needed to be resuscitated kind of thing like is it more like does that make sense like (laughs) when I think of realist it's like okay would you be able to if I had a heart attack would you be able to resuscitate me I think that like that's like a realistic no (laughs) no I think they just have realistic views on life and love okay so what I mean by that is they kind of realize that love is definitely an action. Mm-hmm. It's you have oh, to choose to be with okay. that person every day. Okay. It's not always easy. Mm-hmm. It's not always going to conquer all. There's other things that are important in the relationship. It isn't just love. It's communication. It's honesty. It's trust. So what do you do that's different from that? Well, I've learned from all of them okay. to also believe those things. But right. my my instinctual side is like, love is a fairy tale. You're like, like love, love should be easy. If yeah. we're meant to be together, we will yeah. be. Okay. If it's meant to be, it'll be. It should okay. be easy. And I mean, in a sense, it should be easy. You should be able to work through mm-hmm. whatever with your partner. Mm-hmm. But I also now know that it isn't all the time. And I think they also had interesting views of love where they're like yeah it could work out or it could not when you're like this needs to work yeah yeah they're just like and multiple people I've been with have been like that um they're just very blunt about it like yeah this is a part of my life and I hope it works out but I also know that it couldn't I mean speaking of uh, current Um. loves in your life um, I took the liberties of texting your boyfriend uh-huh. and asking him some questions about you, and I think it, they're kind of cute responses, so I, I okay, think I was like, is cute he going to be it. cute or is he going to be stupid? So I asked um, Ozzy five questions, Okay. and so I'm going to read the question, and then I'll read his answer. I have tears in my eyes because I'm nervous. No, I have to try, I have to, try to guess oh. what he said. Okay, and then I'll read the answer. Okay. <laughs> okay, so question number one is... Mm-hmm. I said, hey, Ozzy, what was your first impression of Holly? And Holly, what do you think he said? I think he probably said something similar to what you said. Yeah. Where I was very, like, happy-go-lucky, like, hi, I'm Holly. And I think I freaked him (laughs) out. I don't know if he said anything like nice smile. I think he liked my smile. 
Maybe he didn't say that, though. (laughs) But I think it was just very extroverted, happy. I literally showed him my hometown, like, the first time we hung out. Like, hung out, hung out. Mm -hmm. So that's my guess. Is that what he said? Okay, this is what he said. (gasps) He said that she's bubbly, confident, and expressive. Okay. That's... Yeah, he put that's, it in better words, yeah. which he always does. That's what you expected. Words. His answers are pretty short, but he's well. That's just that's just him. him. <laughs> he's very straightforward. Okay. And I'm like talk forever. Okay, here's the second question. Okay, what is Holly's biggest pet peeve that he does? <sighs> I don't. I feel like this could be multiple things. Okay, well, just say what you think it is. Okay, well, in the beginning, I'm going to say this quickly. In the beginning of our relationship, it would be that he got out of the shower and would leave the floor wet. Okay. I don't think that's what he said, though. I think he probably said that he wakes me up in the morning or Mm. keeps me up in the morning. If not, then he just learned two new pet peeves. (laughs) I don't even know if he listens. Are those your two guesses? Yeah, those are my two guesses. Okay, he said that I leave the toilet seat up. Oh! (laughs) Oh my god. That is because story time. I'll make it quick. Okay. But recently the fir- he leaves it up like a normal amount. Like he isn't horrible about it, but he isn't like super great about it. And he left it up. I had it was the first time I was going to the bathroom in the morning. I didn't catch it and I fell. <gasps> what Fully do you mean you fell? I your ass in the toilet? Ass in toilet. Ew. And I have like a glass wall right next to my, <laughs> right next to my toilet, and my sink is right it's in front of me. It's the shower. It's the shower. So I like, yeah, it's the shower. It's the glass wall. I grabbed onto the sink, like how Mufasa is oh, like hanging on ball. to the edge, and I screamed at the top of my lungs, and my elbow, like the pointy part of my elbow, hit the glass wall. I had a bruise there for days, girl, and I was pissed off. That is fucking funny. But he doesn't do it that often, so it's not okay. like a pet pet peeve. But that day... At least he knows it. Did piss me off. Okay. Number three. Okay. I said, best gift you've ever given slash received from Holly. Okay. I think given is probably going to be... Is it going to be like... Is he going to be cheesy? Is it like... I'm not going to tell you. Okay, okay. I think given... I think he's going to be literal. Given is going to be maybe my record player. Okay. And received from me. Wait, that he's 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 given me. Okay, yeah. Received from me, I think, is cologne. Okay. Um, He said given was the Ratitude sweatshirt. Oh, God. See, he's better at this than I am. And then he said received was his graduation gift or the vinyls from Christmas. Okay, his graduation gift was the cologne, which was like a cologne set. You guys, ladies, you need to do this. I don't remember if it's ladies, if it's or men, whoever. I don't remember if it's Sephora or Ulta, but they give you a sample of like ten to fifteen men's colognes, and you there's a voucher, a, a voucher to get a full size. I got uh, my sisters and I got my mom that for Christmas or yeah. her birthday, or something. I got it for something I think in college or high school, so I gave the. The male version of it to him. Oh, it's a great gift. Yeah, and then he can leave a couple at my house, a couple of the samples. Oh, love it. It's perfect. Okay, cool. And, but, yeah, the, the album was correct. Or the, okay. the record was correct. Okay, okay. we got we got one. Woo. Two. Okay, number four. Mm-hmm. I said, what is Holly's best feature, physical and not physical? 
Did he? Get I think sexual? you're gonna be surprised about what he said. I think he's gonna say, for physical, mm-hmm. is it my face cheeks, my smile? Are you? I want you to answer the whole thing. Okay, okay, okay. So okay. physical and non-physical. Okay, physical. I feel like is gonna be my face cheeks, <laughs> like my smile. Okay. And then non-physical, I think is gonna be my heart. Or my empathy? No. <laughs> no. Oh, do you want me to answer? Yeah. Okay, he said your best physical feature is your wide jaw, so your smile. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> then, which I'm assuming you probably said something about it, and he was like, no, I love it. No, he loves that. I have I have a very square slash round face, and I think he loves... For sure. The, yeah. He. I don't know why he does. He calls them my, chomp, my chomper. <laughs> And then your non-physical best feature is your ability to care. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Which I would say for you, too. Yeah. For sure, for sure. That's so... (laughs) I'm gonna cry. (laughs) Okay, and then number five, the final question was, what is Holly's worst habit? Oh, no. And I I feel like this one, don't think too much about it. Um, Okay, it's... I feel like before he would have said, like, biting my nails, but I don't really do that anymore. Not drinking enough water or sleeping in super late (laughs) or staying up super late. Okay. Do you want to know? Yeah. He said staying up on TikTok. Okay, yeah. (laughs) You do, though. You send me TikToks at, like, 2 a.m. I know. Okay. Well, ever since... You stay up hella late. Ever since I had COVID, I don't know if it's a weird symptom, but I have not been... had the same sleep schedule since. I think insomnia is a symptom of COVID. Fact check us, please. Okay. All right. That was cute. That was really cute. It was nice. Maybe one day when Cupid and I start dating, you can ask Cupid. We can do it for each other. We can do that for each other. Oh, okay. Like, Cupid, if you're listening, if you're still here, love you. (laughs) Okay. Um, But, I mean, that was just about me and now about you. What about me? And what we're focusing on for you and your future is... Your hinge. Oh, yeah. We're a couple weeks behind on this. Okay, so I started the hinge that night that I got blacked out. She blacked out. We're, it was a, we're, it's fine. Couldn't finish it, but I also wanted Stacy's approval on the photos I used, and we haven't been able to see each other much. And I got some thought pics from my birthday, so. Yeah, so we got to add those in there. So it's going to be finished tonight. However, however, there is already somebody in real life who? that I want to set Stacy up with. Oh. Ozzy's oh. friend. <laughs> I was like, who? <laughs> I forgot we had this conversation. <laughs> so, I mean, things are moving along okay. on, on the setting up Stacy train. Okay. However, we still need to get some hinge guys in there. Yeah. And Ozzy's friend is going to be separate than these. Okay, from The Bachelor. Yeah, because bachelor we know him, we care about him, we don't want to... He's not just (laughs) another one of these weirdos. Yeah. For sure. Um, okay, cool. So we'll get that set up. It'll go up, what? Let's make it live tonight. We'll make it live tonight. Okay. We'll do that. Tomorrow's Friday. Don't have that much work to do, so I'll start swiping tomorrow. Okay. Start responding. (gasps) Uh, okay, cool. Okay. We'll just wrap it up with a saucy question of the week. Okay? Mm -hmm. I'll do it. 
Okay, cool. So we'll get the hinge set up tonight and Holly will start swiping tomorrow. But uh, we're coming to the end of our episode and we're going to finish it off with something a little juicy that we've kind of been hinting at for weeks now. Um, we're not going to pull a saucy question from our deck of cards, but Holly, we'll both, we'll both answer, but Holly, <laughs> oh gosh, what, what was your worst hookup? What's your worst hookup story? Okay. This is just, you know, staying on the theme of relationships. Not saying I, I was not in a relationship with this person, but okay. you know, this question okay. staying on that theme. Um, So it's hard to answer this question because, you know, it's all of our friends who listen and... Oh, does he listen? No, because I don't have him on social media anymore. You know, I cut people off. Yeah, Cold turkey. Um, So I don't have him on social media, so I don't know how he would see it. But I feel like there are people who know him who listen. For sure there Mm -hmm. are. Um, Secrets friends stay here. My friends, I don't care. They know who it is. But, like, people (laughs) who are, like... Friends with him. I don't know. Anyways, anyways. Anyways, Yeah, okay. So basically, um, this was in 20, like September 2018. Okay. October 2018. She's really narrowing it down. You're right. I didn't think. (laughs) I'm like, okay, if you hooked up with Holly in September of 2018, this is about you. Um, Anyways. So basically, I was on some dating apps Mm -hmm. and... I saw this guy who was a few years older than me in my hometown. And okay. I was living in my hometown. Yeah. And then I, like, deleted the app. Okay. Then he DM'd me. Okay. On Instagram. Said, hey, I saw you on whichever one it was. hmm And I think you're super cute. <gasps> and I'm like, oh Wait, my Wait, did God. he follow you? You guys followed each other? I don't remember if we followed each other. I still have the DMs. <gasps> okay, wait. Just continue. And so then me and this guy end up talking. And I'm like, this is so cool. Like, the he's cool a few years. guy from school. I uh, whatever. He's a little bit older than me. He's, like, more successful in mm-hmm. his career, I'd say, at this point than me. However, he's still living at home. Okay. Which is totally fine. Respect no it. No judgment there. Because he was probably like he was really 25, what? 26 yeah. at the time. No judgment there. Okay. Save that money. Um, basically, we we were going back and forth texting for like a month. And I thought this guy would take me on a date, right? He always talked about taking me on a date. Never did. And so then at that point, I... Red flag. I switched my mind. I'm like, this is just going to be a hookup. Which I was fine with. Okay. Because I wanted... No, I love that. I wanted to have that hoe phase. We yeah. talked about this. Love, that I, I didn't end phase. up having because mm-hmm. then that following January, I met Ozzy. Okay. So, <laughs> of course, we both live at home. Yeah. So what are we... <laughs> you live at your parents' house. We both live at our parents' house. So what are we going to do? So we decide that when his parents go to dinner... Oh, my God. I'm going to drive up. So I'm literally, like... Waiting in a the curbside area. hookup. Yes, curb curbside. No, I hookup? mean, I went in the house. Okay, but I'm waiting for his parents to leave. Curbside. Pickup. I then drive up. I'm so nervous. I'm like, oh my wait, god. Wait, wait. Were you like on the street and you saw their parents' car leave? I didn't see oh. the parents' car leave, <laughs> but I'm sure I didn't know what it looked like, so I might have oh. passed them. Okay, cool. <laughs> also, if any. One of my friends had seen my location at the time. They would have been like, what the heck is she doing? 
But <laughs> I then proceed to go into the house. Mind you, we had never like met up before or anything. Have you guys ever spoken before? Before in this? real life? Yeah. I don't think so. Probably not because he's older. Yeah, I don't even know if we were in high school at the same time. We might have just missed each other. Okay. And <laughs> I go into his house, whatever, go to his room, which is fine. Like, it's his childhood bedroom, but that's <laughs> it. Like, it still looks like his childhood bedroom. Gross. And his bed was also on the floor. Okay. Classy. And we, like, kind of have a little bit of small talk. Ew, like, ew, I'm getting the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> you know, you want to know what makes it worse? <laughs> I don't know. Lights fully on. Oh! <laughs> Not There's no lamp. It's like the bedroom lights fully on. I have the heebie-jeebies. So it's like, ooh, okay, well, like, this is what we're working with. Okay. And then I'm like, I'm already here. All so right. then we start to go at it. <laughs> Um, there wasn't a ton of foreplay. Okay. And he warns me and says, Oh. By the way. Oh. I haven't had sex in a while. That's what they always say. This might not last long. Okay, whatever. And I was like, I actually don't care. Mm -hmm. It's all about how you handle it afterwards if that does happen. Okay. Like, I understand it happens. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Can't fault somebody for that. Uh Uh-huh. So then, we had been, like, sending, like, naughty texts back and forth before, too. Oh, my god! So, I think he th- thought, which I am a confident person, but, like, thought I was going to be, like, crazy or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which, for a first hookup, I'm not usually that no, crazy. No, yeah, you're like, I'm scared shitless right now. Yeah, and the lights are fully on. You're like, on. I am laying on your mattress on the floor. The and lights your child- are on. I can see your childhood trophies with the lights fully on, not knowing, like, what if your parents forgot their wallet like are they gonna come home you're like i can see the sports illustrated poster from 2003 on the wall literally i I don't want to be here and so then he's like he lays down he's like you can you can come on top and i was like no he said he said he said get on and i was like i don't know why i didn't walk out the door but i was like i I literally was like i was like no I was like, you can get on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, okay, I thought you liked being on. And yeah, whatever. Ew, for a first like, time. Ew. And like, Gross. again, not that much foreplay. So then he, you know. Yeah. Basically what ends up happening is it's like a few thrusts. And that's being generous. Pump, like, pump, nut. Pump, put, nut. Pump, pump, nut. <laughs> pump, pump, nut. And I was like, oh, like, it's okay, totally fine. And for me, if that happens, you still need to do something for the other person. Yeah, 100%. You know? 100%. I guess he didn't think that. Gosh. So then he rolls over, lays on his back, and then we just sit there talking for a little bit. And then he's like... You're like, I'm butt-ass naked right now. I I'm fully the- naked. <laughs> the lights are fully on. I'm on the ground, basically. <laughs> And he's like, oh, by the way, my friend, who I went to, I was in the same grade as his friend's little sisters. Mm-hmm. He's like, my friend is coming over. You're like, I gotta go. So basically he was telling me to leave. Oh, fuck. 
Yeah. What an and asshole. I'm like, I don't I actually don't want to run into this guy because he's gonna be like, what the heck is going on? Because yeah. he knows I'm in the same grade as his younger sisters. Yeah. And that can narrow it down too. Um <laughs> so I just leave. Mm-hmm. And then what makes it worse is this guy does not message me. As yeah. if like he got what he wanted, I guess. He could literally have just texted me and been like, Nice seeing you tonight. No, I got nothing. Zero. Yeah. Zip. Nothing. Yeah. Until a month later, he texts me, and I'm out with my friends. Mm-hmm. It's like 11 p.m. He's like, I'm so sorry. I just got nervous because I was so bad. That's <laughs> why. You're like, embarrassing. And all I said was, LOL. <laughs> and that's the end. Rock on. I wasn't mad that he finished early or anything like no, that. No, I don't like, get mad when that happens no. to me either. It's just how we handled it after. Yeah, I was yeah. like, F this, not worth it. I said, LOL, unfollow, unfollow. Well, actually, I did unfollow immediately because he slid into my DMs quite a few times. But then eventually, unfollowed, unfollowed. Oof, okay, you're going to have to show me a photo later. I can't. It's too embarrassing. No, I want to see it. Okay, I will. I want to see it. There's like an extra fun story, but I can't say it because that will really narrow it down. Okay. We won't say it. But, yeah. Wow, that sucks. <laughs> so that's it. But what about you? Um, okay, so... Worst hookup. When I think about it, there's only just, like, one person that comes to mind, and I don't think he'll ever hear this, and if you do, I'm really sorry. Um, but he doesn't have social media. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but, so, this is when Victor and I were broken up, but we were, like, still kind of hooking up, but I was, like, really upset with him, and I kind of came to a conclusion, and I was like, you know what, like... I just need to hook up with someone new, right? Like, I'm like, yeah. I need to get over him. He's going to move on. I need to do it first. And so I kind of, like, targeted this guy. <laughs> he was my neighbor. Like, this is it. And oh, okay. he was, like, this super dorky, nerdy guy. And, mm-hmm. like, I love that. Like, I love a dorky, nerdy guy who just kind of keeps to himself. And he's really cute. Like, I really still think he's really cute. Um... And so what happened was that, like, I kind of had a crush on him, and he was friends with my roommate, Rahel. Mm-hmm. And Rahel was like, oh, yeah, like, I know him. He's so nice. Like, whatever. We would say hi to him all the time. And then we were, like, out at the Royal, which is this club in Bellingham. <laughs> and if anybody from Bellingham hears that, they're going to know. <laughs> we were at the Royal, and we ran into him. And I was, like, drunk. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it tonight. Like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And... You have the confidence. I, yeah, I had the confidence to do it. I looked good. I was like, whatever. Like, I'm... It sounds, like, really conceited, but I was like, I'm out of this guy's league, so it's probably gonna be pretty easy for me to, like... Yeah. Whatever. And so then... We ended up, like, dancing at the Royal, and this guy's, like, super fucking nerdy. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but he's, like, really nerdy, because I remember... He's cute. His friends saw us dancing, and their faces were like, oh my god, like, what the hell is going on right now? Okay. Like, is this really happening? Like, it was like that. He doesn't normally go on the dance floor. No. Kind of like, I don't think he goes out. Okay. Kind of thing. And okay. so then him and I are dancing, whatever. I think he ends up coming back to my apartment with all of my friends and I. Okay. And just, just him? Is he the only guy? He's the only guy, but it's like, there's like five girls there. Okay. And we're all just like hanging out, talking. Oh, God, I'm getting literally the heebie-jeebies looking <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. Um... So eventually, like, all our friends leave, and Rahel's like, okay, well, I'm gonna go take a shower. And so then Rahel leaves the room. 
And then it was, like, so awkward because, like, at this point in my life, I was not, like, super confident about, like, my sexual experience or anything like that. So I was kind of, like, nervous about it. But I knew I needed to, like, have sex with this guy to, like, I don't know. That's what I thought at the time. I was like, I need to have sex with this guy to move on. Right? Um, (laughs) And so then Rahel goes into the bathroom and it's, like, him and I are just, like, sitting there or standing there. I don't remember. And we're just, like twiddling our thumbs like it was super awkward yeah (laughs) and then we like go into my room and then we like start making out and I remember it was like the worst kissing that I've ever experienced like ever like oh yeah usually like I feel like when you kiss someone you can like follow the other person's lead like it's usually pretty there's a flow I've been flow it's straightforward (laughs) yeah and it was just like so bad and we started kissing and I was like I remember being like, fuck, like, maybe I shouldn't do this. Like, maybe this isn't right. But I was like, fuck it. Like, he's already here. Like, he's literally my neighbor. Like, I need to gain some confidence. Yeah. And so then we, like, we're hooking up. And, like, I'm not here to body shame anybody. But, like, his body was not. He was just, like, really skinny. Okay. And, like, my ex-boyfriend was really skinny. Victor was really skinny. But this was, like, a different level of really skinny nerdy guy. Like, think, like a um a pencil (laughs) as a body (laughs) so he was like a pencil right he's tall and skinny and then we like started like hooking up and it was just like the absolute fucking worst and then like I don't think he even like finished what and I didn't either obviously and then we just were like laying there on my bed how long did this go on for this was like maybe 15 minutes of like just us, of just kind of uncomfortable. Of us just like humping, and it was like disgusting. Our clothes off? No, yeah, we were like trying to have sex. It was just okay. like, and it was like happening, but it was like horrible, right? Like it was just bad. Right. Our bodies were rejecting each other per se, mm-hmm. and so then we were just like laying in my bed, and I'm like, all right, how do I get this guy to leave? I'm like, mm-hmm. how do I get this? And he's, like, a really nice guy, and he's super fucking shy. So I could tell he was, like, really uncomfortable. Right. And so I was like, okay, well, like, I've got an early morning. I don't think I did, but I was like, I've got an early morning tomorrow. Like, maybe you should leave. And so then he ends up leaving, and I think we maybe, like, kissed goodbye. But it was just, like, horrible, and then... And you're just cringing. I'm cringing. Do you think you both were cringing, or do you think he was into it I'm not sure honestly okay like I think I could tell that he was like embarrassed about his performance but I wasn't like oh my god he did so bad I was just like really uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and then all of my friends were like you should give him a second chance like maybe he was just nervous like whatever right and so then the next weekend we ended up (laughs) I ended up like in his fucking apartment Mm -hmm. and like we tried to do it again and again it was just like he was, like, definitely had more confidence this time. He's like, I'm doing it. Yeah, and he was, like, trying to take charge. And it was just, like, horrible. What made it so horrible? He it's just, just like, like, the chemistry. It was, the chemistry wasn't there. It was, like, almost like we were forcing it, like. Yeah. In your heads, in your heads, you're like, we're gonna hook up. But it just yeah, wasn't. Yeah, it just wasn't working. Yeah. And it just, like, was a bad time. And so then we, like, hooked up, quote, unquote. Even though, like, it was a bad experience, and I was like, haha, bye. And then I, like, ran up the stairs to my apartment. We lived in the insane apartment complex. <laughs> so the second time wasn't better. Second time wasn't better, and I was like, Did you know what? Did you finish that time? I don't know. There's no, he might, I don't think so, actually. 
And so I like was like, I tried it. I gave it two shots. I really yeah. did. And it just wasn't meant to happen. And so that was my worst That just sounds story. awkward. It was just so uncomfortable. It sounds so like I want to crawl out of my skin yes. and get out of that situation. Yes. It was like super awkward. And it was just like, there was just no chemistry. Yeah. No chemistry. Because I would argue that like most hookups aren't like the most passionate. No. Like, and I would say that like the first time you hook up with someone, it's usually not like this amazing yeah great experience because you don't know each other you're not comfortable with each other's and bodies and so you're both kind of trying different things yeah it's like do they like but do they this not? was like, like straight up like just a no reject reject so that Ooh. was that but oh god and then we just like never talked again but we're still facebook friends oh my god <laughs> i can show you what he looks like but yeah that was that yeah. was uh we'll show we'll show each other my oh. worst hookup experience but uh um i know this was a really long episode but i appreciate everyone who's listened all the way through yes and next week we're gonna talk about friendship friendship relationships whatever the hell we think about so uh i mean Tell us your worst hookup story. Yeah, actually, I maybe do want... maybe we'll gather some friends' worst and, hookup stories and we'll read them. Again, I want to reenact or not reenact, <laughs> <laughs> but I want a script. You know, really act oh, okay, it out. Okay. Oh god, <laughs> I'm gonna reenact. I'm hitting on Stacy at the end of the relationship <laughs> episode. It was all planned. Oh god. Okay. Well. Everyone, I appreciate you listening. If you made it this far, I know it's a super long episode, but we were gone for two weeks, so we had a lot to fucking say. Um, yeah, stay tuned for next week, I guess. Subscribe, follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Work Wife Balance Podcast. Leave us a good review on uh, Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcasts. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>